Hey everyone, if you know me, you know that I've been investing in precious metals for many, many years. Once I realized that private banking cartels could drastically manipulate currencies, putting my family savings in jeopardy, I decided to take matters into my own hand and diversify our savings strategy. This is why I buy physical silver and gold and invest in metals through our Roth and 401k. And I only invest with Colonial Metals Group. CMG is the exclusive sponsor of The Shannon Joy Show, and they're helping me set up a safe and secure self-directed IRA where I have access to my assets no matter what the stock market or, for that matter, the government is doing. Let the team of experts at Colonial help you protect your family's future with an extra special offer just for the SJ audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950 and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver just for the SJ audience. Join me today and take back your power. Secure your wealth with Colonial Metals Group. Hello, world, and welcome to The Shannon Joy Show. We're broadcasting from the Joy Virtual Studio right here in the beautiful, very, very cold Finger Lakes region of New York State. So good to be with you tonight. This is the very last Shannon Joy Show, for me at least, of 2022. I will be off all next week. I have a great lineup of guests coming in to treat you to some unique insight. We have Megan Fox, who's going to be filling in for two days of PJ Media next week. Also, Aisha Kreutz and Peter Vasquez. So there will be fresh new content every single day. So make sure you are downloading from your favorite platform or you are setting your alarm for... 9 p.m. every evening at News Radio Wham 1180 when we are. So um, it's the last show, and we're going to meander a bit today. Not a whole lot. There's a great piece I want to finish with tonight by our good friend, Dr. Robert Malone. It's entitled Confronting a Naked Emperor, and it is a 40,000-foot vantage point of where we are right now. It appears to me, it seems to me that we've kind of emerged now from what I see as the fog of war. I think uh, since they launched the the bio attack on the United States of America, the psychological warfare in spring of 2020, it has been just a flurry of insanity. I mean, complete insanity. And everyone's a little shell-shocked. It's like, what just happened? What is going on? Uh, we now have a population of very sick people, many vaccine injured, and um, we still really haven't even reached that position where there is widespread acknowledgement of this. It it will be. Uh, that will happen. We're just not quite there yet. But this piece by Dr. Malone is a really good recap of where we are right now, what we need to confront, and what we need to do next year and the year after, because we are still right in the middle of this. So we're going to mention, we're going to talk about that later on in the program. We're also, I'm going to tell you about a fantastic uh, local organization that is really putting pressure on superintendents, school districts, school board members, administrators here in New York regarding the masking and it's working. There is a reason that No students in New York State are masked right now, and that is not because of a lack of effort by people like 
the wicked witch of the East, Governor Kathy Hochul, and the New York State Health Department. They have been putting pressure on school districts to reinstate mask mandates, and the districts are not doing it. The, the question is why, and I'll tell you why. It's because of local organization. It's what we talk about on this program. I am an evangelist. You know this for local organization, civic action from your own corner of the world. No one is coming to save us. No one is coming to save you from Washington, D.C. In fact, they are the reason we're in the pickle that we are in today because much of what they're doing is on purpose. They will not fix it. The only course of action is for we the people to stand up from the local level, refuse to comply, and throw a million wrenches into their global plans for the 21st century. And we can do it because there are more of us than there are of them. That's the only power that we have. It's the only power we wield. Our connections, our human connections, our connection to this land that we live in, our four walls, our communities, our neighborhoods, our friends and our families, right? We can stop their plans at the point of implementation. It becomes impossible when you have enough people just simply saying, oh, hell no, we're not doing that. And that is happening even here in true blue New York State with organizations like WNY Parents for Freedom. That's the organization. They're placing the extreme pressure. And this is why superintendents and school boards and administrators, despite desperately wanting to enslave the children again under these these useless, filthy masks, they're not doing it because parents are mobilized and threatening them with legal action and serious threats. So we're going to get into that because I like to show you guys exactly how it's done. When I talk about organization, when I talk about mobilization, I, I love to give these examples to show you exactly what it looks like. And there are action items right here that you guys can do tonight to help them out and to really uh, create a, an enormous amount of headaches for school boards and superintendents if they even get an inkling, right? An inkling that they might want to kind of, you know, come out of their hole and institute mask mandates again. We want to smack them down as fast as we can and just not even let, not even give oxygen to that idea. And so this group mobilized very quickly over the past seven days. I mentioned it about a week ago, and I've been talking about it on my social media platforms, um, but it's working. It's working, and this is really cool. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later tonight as well. So those two stories, this great piece, Confronting a Naked Emperor by our good friend Dr. Robert Malone. It's one of those pieces where I go in, I'm reading it, and I underline almost every word of it. That's how I know it's good. That's how I know to highlight it here on the Shannon Joy Show. So before we get to that, so that, that's really the body of the show, but we're also going to talk about where the Shannon Joy Show is today and where I think we're going in 2023. So many exciting things happening, so I'm going to let you in on that a little bit, give you a little bit of the backstory about what goes on behind the scenes here at the Shannon Joy Show and what we're planning for you in 2023 because it's going to be it's going to be a great year. A great year. And let me tell you, it's not without challenges. And it's very scary. As you know, I'm independent. I'm very often way out on a limb on my own on certain issues. 
and uh, certain uh, aspects of this show. And I don't have a corporation or a boss or, or an infrastructure underneath me, really. It's just kind of me as an independent broadcaster, depending on all of you, you know, obviously for support to keep the show going. And um, while it's very scary, it's also incredibly exhilarating. And I am just so thankful to all of you, to Jesus for providing me with this platform and giving me this blessing of being able to come out every evening and tell you all the truth, right? I might not always be right. You might not agree with all of my takes. You might think that I'm way out in left field on certain issues and that's okay, right? But it is such a rare thing. It is such a rare thing to be able to be completely authentic and completely truthful with your audience. And that is uh, the blessing that, that I sense, you know, with doing this show that, that comes from God. And I've always, you all know since the very beginning, um, this is not a religious radio program. It is, um, you know, secular. It's about politics. But um, I made a promise that I would use this microphone whenever I have the opportunity to glorify God and to praise the name of Jesus Christ because uh, he is the Lord and Savior. I've told you all for many, many years um, as we celebrate uh, the birth of our Savior Jesus Christ here during the Christmas season that um, every ounce of courage, every ounce of everything that I do is is uh, not because of me or my own might or my own skill or anything that I do. It is all a blessing. Every bit of it. I own none of it um, from from God. And that's been my mission, right? Like wh- whatever I do, um, I will have this show for as long as he means for me to have this show and not one moment longer. And um, I am getting the sense that there's a little bit more in here and there's a little bit more we need to do. And he's opening up a lot of doors and it's miraculous just being seeing it from this vantage point. And I want to let you guys in on a little bit of, of in a little bit of those miracles because we're going to celebrate the 10 year anniversary of the Shannon Joy Show in April next year. And it man, it has been a roller coaster. And um, the 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 cool thing about being out on a limb, right, and really operating in in so many ways on complete faith. Like there have been times, even recently, right where I had no idea how I was going to pay the bills the next month, where I, you know what I mean? Like I live in a regular house. I have car payments. We have student loans. I am, I am solidly middle class here in New York state. So I'm just like all of you. This is not, you know, it's not fancy at all. And, um, I love it though. And I love the independence and luckily I don't, I don't endeavor to, um, be rich or famous. Honestly, I promise you, that was actually never, never, ever one of my goals. Um, and but it's it's when when you are operating on faith, right? And you really are out there on a limb, like really out there. And you guys know I have been, especially over the past three years, with the refusal to mask and the refusal to vaccinate and my positions, which were just, I mean, heretical in this new COVID cult right? It's scary. It is scary being out there on that, on that limb. And so when I'm out there, I am, it, you are in a position where it's like, okay, it's God, it's you and me. Like, that's it. 
That's it. Like, I don't, I don't know what to do next. I don't know where to go next. I don't know how I'm going to keep this show going. I don't, and, but he just provides. And that's what's so miraculous about the entire course of this show is that it really has been a walk um, for me with um, the almighty God and to see him work and to just, you know, trust in him and have faith that wherever he wants me to be, I'm going to be, um, is just exciting. And I love to share a little bit of that with you as well as we move into this new year. And I think that there are some big things in store, like good, good things. And there's a lot to be hopeful for. Uh, We are in the middle of a battle. We are indeed at war. And the question is, in the 21st century, will we be free or will we be slaves? And they are enslaving us through uh, a biomedical tyranny. It It is global fascism. And um, the, the administrators are acting through what they call the practice of medicine, which it is, it is not. And, and so we need, I mean, this, this is now, we're moving into the third year of this, and we're all going to have to be prepared for what we're going to need to do from our own corner of the world in order to confront it. So we're going to talk a little bit about the show in the next segment. Then we're going to talk about a great example of local activism and organization um, that is working here in New York State. And then we're going to finish off with this phenomenal piece, this overview of where we are, what we need to confront and how we need to move forward, confronting a naked emperor by Dr. Robert Malone, which we'll go over towards the end of the show. So keep it tuned right here. We'll be back in a moment on the Shannon Joy Show. Thanks for listening to the Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. As you all know, the Joy family is super sporty. We all play volleyball. The kids are playing beach volleyball in the summer, high school volleyball in the fall. And right now we are traveling across the country almost every weekend, different city every weekend, playing club volleyball. And uh, the kids need good nutrition. Very difficult to be healthy on the road. Sometimes they're playing you know, up to five games a day, 10 games in a weekend, And they need the vitamins and minerals. They need the nutrition. And I'm so thrilled to partner up with Field of Greens so that they can get all of the vitamins and the nutrients and the nutrition that they need to supplement their regular diet and keep them full of energy and healthy on the court. Also, healing after these long tournaments is really important. And the product line over at Field of Greens is fantastic. It is an easy way to make sure that your family is getting the nutrients that they need all natural every single day. Go to fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And plug in the promo code Shannon. You can check out their whole lineup of products. And if you put in that promo code Shannon, you'll get 15% off your order. So we're super excited to partner up with them and looking forward to a super healthy, super healthy 2023. Quick piece of housekeeping before we move on with uh, the state of the show. That's what we'll, we'll talk about in this segment. Uh, where we're going here at the Shannon Joy Show, a lot of exciting things for 2023 that I want to let you in on. Uh, but before we get to that, I know I mentioned earlier this week that I was going to be interviewing a young woman named Kate Gannon. 
and her psychologist, I believe, or social worker, Lori Wilson. This was the extraordinary story that I told you about this girl who is basically naming the names of men who abused her sexually over the course of her life beginning when she was six years old until she went to college. Um, She was sex trafficked, she claims, by her own parents. And the story is absolutely unbelievable. The podcast is entitled uh, The Ugly Truth About the Girl Next Door, which is where I was, uh, where I found her. I was actually a very good friend of mine knows her and told me about the story. So I was in touch with her and she, we, she was going to come in for an interview and she has since uh, declined to do the interview. And I'm not really sure why or what kind of broke down there, but I think that Um, she is again, um, concerned with her safety. She's concerned with her security. I don't think she's done an interview yet. This would have been her very first interview. And for whatever reason, she decided that this is not the platform that she wants to do the interview on. And so that is fine. Um, I just wanted to let you know that that wasn't going to happen. It might in the future. I am very content at this point, uh, from a journalistic perspective, just observing, what happens and letting her kind of go down this path herself. It truly is. I mean, if you want to keep an, keep up to date on it, that it, the podcast is The Ugly Truth About the Girl Next Door. Um, but as of right now, I will not be interviewing Kate, but I do wish her all the best. So what do we have in store for all of you in 2023? Well, this is the year of full independence for the Shannon Joy Show. And that means listener supported. It means platforming this show, as I've talked to you guys about on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and iHeart Podcasts and, you know, three dozen different podcast platforms so that I can bring this show directly to people who would not normally listen to terrestrial radio. I'm going to continue to platform the show on my amazing partners over at uh, News Radio Wham 1180 AM. 50,000 watt clear channel signal in Western New York. They are absolutely amazing. It is my flagship station, but it's time to grow the show and it's time to platform it. I've been waiting for people to do it for me for years and I just never could find the right partners. And finally, I just, I really got the sense that God was like, all right, Shannon, you got to figure out how to do this yourself. <laughs> You've got to do this yourself. And it was a ton of work. You guys know that it was, but Uh, It's working and it is very exciting uh, to have um, completed that phase of the growth of this show and we're just doing gangbusters. We're close to 15,000 downloads in just a little bit over a month and I've been able to monetize, you know, some of the, the affiliate programs and I really do think that I might be able to survive. I'm, I'm a small company. I'm completely independent. You guys know that. And, you know, I really don't need to make a ton of money. I'm, I'm solidly middle class, just like all of you, as I mentioned. And um, I really don't, you know, it, it's just a matter of paying the bills and making sure that, you know, I'm contributing to my family what it is that are, you know, my responsibilities in terms of bringing in a second income. And so I think I can do it. I think that we're getting really close to that. And it really is the best. Being an independent broadcaster, I think, is the most democratic and honest way, in my perspective, to run a radio show. Because I'm really, at the end of the day, 
answering to you. You are the listener. You are the boss. You are the consumer. And you decide what is this show worth to you. A lot of you are going to listen and it's not going to be worth anything monetary, but you do enjoy the show and you tell your friends about it. And occasionally you might visit one of my advertisers like Dr. Michael Mayer or Don Polano of PCM and Associates or Hogan Willig, right? Um, But that's just the agreement that we have. But there are others in the audience. um, And I've really, as I've begun to ask people for contributions um, on a monthly basis, to really support the show. Those of you who have sent them in, you're sending them in with notes and I just love reading them. I see all of you. I try to thank you guys when you send the contributions or set up a new monthly um, patronage because it just means so much to me and my cup just absolutely runneth over with gratitude and thanks. Um, But so, you know, Denise, Kristen, Rachel, Eric, Paul, DJ, Marshall, Robert. I see you guys. I read your notes and thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, it's it's just uh, amazing. But yeah, as that as that continues to grow, it now moves us into a position to be able to uh, platform this show on Rumble. And it has been my goal ever since. When I started this program almost 10 years ago, I started in a studio. We were live. We took callers. There was bumper music. There, is, there was an energy that was just phenomenal. And the show has evolved over the years, number one, because of the timing for the terrestrial show when I moved from the tiny little radio station in a double wide in a cornfield to this big 50,000 watt, you know, power signal, News Radio Wham 1180, um, you know, being on later in the evening presented, you know, some difficulties and then COVID-19, right? I mean, that it, you know, all of a sudden I go, <laughs> I am sitting in in an office, it was a bedroom. The first year and a half, I was I was broadcasting from my bedroom because the entire family was home and there was nowhere for me to broadcast. It was insane. Um, but, you know, to, like going from live, callers, producer, bumper music, in a studio, energy to literally sitting in front of a microphone and monologuing for an hour is insane. It just, just insane. So to now be, but I want to get back to that. I want, I, because I want to be connected with you. I, I want to be connected to my audience again. And Rumble gives me the opportunity to do that. And so I'm working with people over at Rumble. Um, I'm working with some of my tech people uh, that support this show and help me, you know, build the website and do all of the techie things that I'm really bad at. And I really do think that we can get to a point, like fingers crossed, get the studio built here in my office because I do have I have a studio but I mean like a backdrop so that you know so it looks nice so that there are you know bookcases and it looks like somewhat professional and I really believe that once I get the cameras installed and I set them up and I figure out what buttons to push and I watch a hundred tutorials and podcasts on how to do it uh, I think that in first quarter, my goal is January 30th. That might be a little bit ambitious, but I think that we can get to a point where this show is live again, where we come in. I'd like to do noon, which was the original hour that I came live, but basically do the show live on Rumble every day and have the ability to either take callers 
or answer questions in a Q&A session after the show. So essentially, I'm going to do this show, but I'm going to do it in front of all of you on Rumble. And so that's the mission. That's going to open up a whole new audience. And Rumble is very cool right now because they are looking for original content and they're looking for um, voices like mine and other podcasters. So if you're out there and you're thinking about podcasting or you're thinking about doing something like this, now is a really good time. And I've, I've been observing for a long time. I like what I'm seeing happen over at Rumble. So that's phase two. The other really exciting thing that that um, we are endeavoring to do this year with my company and also Americans for Healthcare, uh, blah, 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 Americans for Healthcare Alternatives, is to bring guests in and to host events. So you guys all know um, Joy Media, along with Americans for Healthcare Alternatives, we are bringing Dr. Peter McCullough to Rochester, New York, on March 11th of 2023. It is unbelievable. He is confirmed. It is booked. We have a venue. We have the date. We have the speaker. And we also have um, confirmation from Jeffrey Tucker, Steve Kirsch, and also Daniel Horowitz. Not in writing yet. I'm going to firm the three of them up. And there are some other potential guests as well that you will know. These are big names. And we're going to make it into a whole event. And I think it's going to be the first of its kind on the, on, um, in the East Coast, up north. I don't think that we've had anything like this, especially in New York. So it's going to be, I mean, just amazing. And we're going to be able to fit a lot of people. And I just think it's going to be, it's going to make a huge impact on this region. A huge impact to have Dr. McCullough up here and I want to continue doing that. I think that's really, you know, I do events all the time. I've done, I've, I've done um, events really, I mean, gosh, I was a radio host and I, I uh, did commentary for seven years and then COVID happened and all of a sudden I became like an activist and an organizer and event planner and, you know, all of these things that you never think you're going to do. But, you know, that then you're faced with, wow, you know, my kids could inherit tyranny and I'm not going to allow that to happen on my watch. And so, um, you know, but this is probably the biggest event that I've ever done. And so that is that is super exciting. That's super exciting. I also, so we've platformed on a podcast. We are locked in for another two years with News Radio Wham 1180. Love those guys. So thank you guys for being such great partners in all of this. And I'm hoping to be on Rumble live uh, within, you know, the next 30 to 40 days maybe. And um, also more collaboration with Daniel Horowitz. If, uh, I know a lot of you messaged me that you enjoyed the show yesterday with Daniel. And Daniel and I are very good friends and we've been colleagues for a, a long time, almost a, almost a decade. And we have talked about collaborating and doing more together. And I, I think that, you know, I know I really want to do that. It's something that he wants to do as well. It's just a matter of figuring out how to merge our schedules and how to get on a schedule and make sure that it happens on a regular basis. And uh, that's another goal um, of the show. But again, I can't thank you all enough um, for the encouragement for the kind notes for the contributions whether it's a dollar a month or ten dollars a month the uh, the support that i get from you guys is everything 
And I like to think that there are a lot of you out there who really appreciate the things that I'm saying and doing, but maybe you're not in a position to speak out or fight back because of your own personal situation. Maybe it's your work or your family or, or whatever. And um, I know that a lot of you has, have said before, you know, this, you know, contributing to you is kind of my way of, of doing my part. You know, it's a way that I can be involved, a way that you guys can really be involved in everything it is that I'm doing. And um, it's just, it's just great. My, again, my cup runneth over. Um, I'm so thankful to all of you and really, really optimistic about 2023. I mean, we're going to have some problems. I mean, they, they are doubling down on the tyranny and um, <laughs> it's, it's astounding to consider that most people are still completely clueless too. But um, it is where we are and I do believe though that enough of, of us are awake, enough of us are active and that is evidenced in what you're seeing happen here in New York State. I mentioned with Daniel yesterday, one of the reasons I stay in New York is to show people like, listen, if we can do this in New York, then you can do this anywhere. We can do it anywhere. And if we can begin to get that local mobilization and stop their evil plans at the point of implementation, which is the local level, that is everything. And I have a great example of this. The children in New York State, number one, were never, ever supposed to take the masks off to begin with. In fact, I think that the planners would have loved if they could have kept us in hybrid schooling with rolling closures into perpetuity because we know they don't care about the children. We know they don't care about educating children. They only care about the money, the pipeline, and the, the institution, right? And so... You know, there, we, I mean, getting the masks off the children was like pulling teeth. And we had to fight like hell here in New York to do that. But that doesn't mean that they didn't have every intention of masking our kids again. And they tried to do so with the triple threat this time around as well. But it didn't work. And the reason it didn't work, in my opinion, is because of the actions of organizations, big organi organizations in New York State who mobilized in the last eight or nine days to make sure that those masks do not touch our children's faces. The organization is WNY Parents for Freedom. I'm going to tell you about what they did when we come back on the Shannon Joy Show. Thanks for listening to the Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. Hey guys, I am so psyched to be working with the folks over at Colonial Metals Group. You guys know that I am all about personal empowerment, never living in fear or waiting for some politician to save you. Being at the whim of the stock market or the current administration does not make me feel safe or secure, but having a self-directed IRA where I can safely store physical gold and silver, assets that have stood the test of time, makes a lot of sense to me. Let the team of experts at CMG help you protect your family's future. Maybe you're just getting started, maybe you're already in a 401k or an IRA, or maybe you're thinking about your parents' retirement. Regardless of your situation, Colonial Metals Group can help. We put together a special offer for this audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950 and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver. Don't sit around waiting for a politician to save you. Save yourself, protect your wealth, 
and call Colonial Metals Group today. It is obviously way too late to purchase the Jesus doll for Christmas. It's not going to get there in time. The shipping, you just can't do it. But I am really excited to partner with the folks over at the Jesus doll. It's JesusDoll.com. It's adorable. It's this plush little Jesus, and you press his belly, and he quotes scripture for the children. It is the cutest thing. And uh, this is my very, very first affiliate partner so you might have missed it for Christmas, but it is a fantastic, adorable birthday gift for any special occasion. Even with Easter coming up, the next holiday, that is, in my opinion, the perfect little gift to put into the Easter basket. And so if you have a child or a grandchild or a loved one who has a birthday coming up, or maybe you guys are celebrating Christmas later on with family or extended family, I know that we go to see my husband's side of the family next week. So you will be able to get, usually shipping is about five to seven business days. So uh, if you order um, for some of your later Christmas gatherings, just go to jesusdoll.com. It's jesusdoll.com. So cute. And if you put in the promo code JOYFUL, which is my promo code, J-O-Y-F-U-L, you'll get, I believe, an extra 20% off your order. And to those of you who already ordered, I can see it. This is like the coolest thing. Um, I can see when you order. And I just want to thank you because it really is, um, it's just super fun. Again, one of the blessings, the many, many blessings of being independent, I get to choose who I partner with. And let me tell you, there were just the other day, <laughs> Buzzsprout sent me. So Buzzsprout is where I, I host my show with the RSS feed. And then I monetize it through this, this um, company called Podcorn. And so Podcorn sends me people who want to affiliate, right, who want me to promote their products. And um, <laughs> there was, they just sent me one last week. And it was um, this, I guess it's like a, a nonprofit group that is speaking out to normalize the use of sex toys or I don't know, like sex. It was weird. It was like a weird, like uh, promoting sex toys company. And I'm like, nope, that one goes in the trash, right? Like, so it made me chuckle because, um, no, it's, you know, one of the nice things is that I get to, you know, partner up with people who share my values for the most part. And um, so when I saw the Jesus doll, I thought it was just the cutest, most adorable thing. So it's just an easy sell for me. So if you guys um, are interested, again, JesusDoll.com, JesusDoll.com and put in the promo code JOYFUL. So um, this group, I spoke with Dr. Clayton Baker, who is an organizer here in New, in New York uh, from Rochester. He is a, a medical doctor. He was speaking out, I'm going to say, three months post-March of 2020. Very brave gentleman. He writes for American Thinker and does some great work over there. But he sent me this from... This organization, WNY Parents for Freedom, this is a parent organization that has mobilized in New York State to essentially act as a watchdog group for parents and to basically put the fear of God into school boards, superintendents, or administrations if they try to get anywhere near the children with vaccines or masks or any of the horrible things that they're trying to push in our schools these days. 
So they meet, they organize, and they brought together probably seven, eight, nine, ten uh, district leaders across Monroe County in New York. And they just put together an action, which I believe thwarted the efforts of Kathy Hochul and New York State Department of Health to remask the children with mandatory masking in public schools and private schools and daycare centers across the United States of America. We have been watching over the past two to three weeks, all of the big wigs and the heads are going on local media, national media, talking about the triple threat of RSV, flu, and COVID. Everyone's getting sick. By the way, we're getting sick because of the COVID vaccine, not because of COVID, but that's for later in the program when we go through the Dr. Robert Malone piece. But um, so they're using that as, that as an excuse to try to try to trot out these mask mandates again. And so this is where local organization it becomes very important. This is why I'm I'm obsessed with it. You guys know this. the The idea here is there are more of us than there are of them. And so when they have a global plan, right, or a big plan that's going to be forced down the throats of local school districts or local governments that impacts the people, what we the people do is mobilize together so that we have strength in numbers so that we can push back and destroy their plans at the point of implementation. Make the local people so miserable in their efforts to do what the state is telling them or the federal government or the global government or the COVID fascists, right? And essentially, it is writing letters, it is petitions, it is lawsuits, it's showing up at board meetings, it is meeting on a regular basis, it is exposing what they're doing at the, at the local level, and essentially just making them miserable, right? Like if they're going to get in bed with the COVID fascists, and they're going to they're gonna do their bidding in, in opposition of what the parents and regular people want, well, then our job is to, to make that very difficult for them and make it so that it's not a very fun job, right? And that's really what we did with the, you know, the unfortunate event of my arrest at the school board meeting, but all of the protests, all of the organization, all of the meetings at school boards and that type of thing that we did over the past two years, right, essentially made it difficult for them. It, it wasn't fun, right? When you, ha- when you have people constantly pushing back on your policies. So what they did about um, eight or nine days ago, I began getting all of these emails and I'm on the text thread so I can see what they're doing in terms of organizing this. But essentially it was, they were able in the span of 48 hours to put together a new coalition and they sent this out to me and a number of other people about the Say No to manda- Mandates 2.0 supporters. So they can see it. They want to mask again. They want to get vaccine mandates in. That's like the gold, like that's, that's like the, the brass ring. They really want to achieve that. And so when we push back to masking, we're also beginning to build the infrastructure of the opposition to vaccine, which is coming down the pipeline. We, the, the, the legislation is already written, guys. They, they plan on implementing this. The question is, are we going to stop it, right? And so what they did was they put together this coalition and they, they formed a petition. So um, this is from one of the organizers. Last night, 10 school districts were put on notice as every superintendent, principal, and board member received our letter by email. So they put together a letter. They sent it out to... Brighton, Brockport, Gates-Chilai, 
HFL, Hilton, Penfield, Pittsford, Rush Henrietta, Spencerport, and Webster because they were able to get signatures from parents on those letters. Um, we include all the schools that we received uh, two willing signers from the, each district, and we are sending the attached materials in the following text to social media and media outlets as well. So they have a social media present, presence, they have connections with regular media outlets, and they basically sent the, the letter to the superintendent basically saying, if you even think about masking our children or, t- or implementing any mandates for masking, we will sue you immediately. We have a mailing list of six, seven hundred people, or remember that however many that is. We've done it before. And not only are we going to sue the district, we're gonna sue you personally. We are gonna sue the personal members of the board. We are going to sue you as a person. This is gonna come onto your plate if you do not cease and desist. There is no way a mask will be put on our children. And so they went out and they preemptively got ahead of this to put the school boards on notice that this is going to, if they're going to do this, it's going to be extremely, extremely painful. In addition, they put together a petition, and I believe it was a change.org say no to the mandates. So change.org backslash say no to the mandates If you look at my show notes, I'm going to link you to all of this so that you can go to their petition. And I'll also put the petition and the links out on my social media as well on Facebook and on Twitter. But this is, um, the organization is WNY Parents for Freedom. And so they're now getting signatures. Every time someone signs this petition, it sends a notice and an update to the superintendent of the school district and to the board member. So every time you sign it, it's been signed like 700 times now. So every time you sign it, it pings them and it goes back to them. So not only did they get the letter, but they are reminded every time a person signs the petition and they begin to see the scope of the organization, the Goliath that is being built around them. And that has an impact. It has an impact. And so I want to encourage you guys to sign this petition. So go to my show notes, click on it, and sign the petition. And this is your homework. Send it to your friends. Send it to your family. Post it on social media. I, you know, I can post it on my social media, but I am so shadow banned on Facebook. It's ridiculous. So you guys have to either push my stuff out or put it out yourself. But the petition is uh, change.org backslash say no to mandates. And, um, yeah, it, it's fantastic. And I know it's working and I'll tell you why it's working. We got a letter from, <laughs> I kid you not, we got a letter from Fairport School District and they said, you know, something about, oh, the triple threat, blah, 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 people are sick. And, um, you know, we encourage people to mask, but in like bold letters, like, but we want to, we want everyone to know that this is entirely voluntary, right? And so... At this point in time, here's the good news. Here's the long and short of it, guys. At this point in time, there are no mask mandates anywhere in New York State. Like we saw all of the the headlines about it. We saw that they wanted to do it. We saw that they were going on mass media, encouraging schools to put these new mandates in place. We know that there there have been conversations between the New York State Health Commissioner and Kathy Hochul's office and local school districts about wanting to put the masks back on the kids and making it mandatory and it's not happening 
because they don't have the political will to go through this again because we the people are all up in their business. That's it. In eight minutes in this segment, eh, more like 10 minutes in this segment, I explained to you, like right in this one example, this vision. Imagine if this was happening in, in counties across the United States of America. Imagine if this was happening on all these variety of issues that we're facing. There is so much that we can do, so much that we can stop at the local level if we just organize. And these organizers, these people, in fact, one of the lead organizers for this group, which is WNY Parents for Freedom, one of the lead organizers um, was someone that um, I believe I met at a End the Mask protest in Pittsburgh, New York, right? So there you have it. Like this is why you protest. You protest to meet people, to find other people, and then you find those people, and then you start meeting more, and then you start doing things. And that is civics. And that is what we, can, we need to do if we want to govern ourselves, which really is the mission. All right, folks, we'll be back in a moment to finish out the show on The Chan and Joy Show. Let's finish off 2022 in the show with this fantastic piece from Dr. Robert Malone, one of the preeminent experts on COVID-19, the mRNA technology, which he was an inventor of, and uh, the problems with the COVID-19 vaccines. You've heard him on this program many times, and many times in the, the title is Confronting a Naked Emperor. And he really talks about just this process of <laughs> coming to grips with what has been done to us as individuals, as people, as a human race, as a country over the past two and a half years. Uh, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. We're in the middle of a war. And he talks about kind of where he's at because he's a human too. We're all grappling with this in our own way and where we need to go. And he he starts out talking about just the events of the last year because he really didn't come onto the stage until um, last year, slightly before that. But he, he writes, the events of the last year stretch out in my consciousness, blurring into a fog of constant travel, discussions, speeches, testimony, presentations, controversy, propaganda, and published attacks from all sides. For me, 2022 launched with the Joe Rogan podcast and all of the controversy that even that that event generated. And now the year is ending with a flood of data from all over the world, with, which validates pretty much every single thing and more that I discussed back then. So long ago, it seems a different age between, you know, the. And it's interesting when you think about everything he has done, everything they have done, the amount of time people like McCullough and Malone, Steve Kirsch, Ron Johnson, I mean, they have dedicated their lives to this. And the answer is why? Why would they do that? And I think that you can then begin to understand the level of urgency and the sense of urgency, the knowledge that they now possess about what we're doing as a human race to the future of humanity. And they know that they need to do something. I mean, this is, this is a turning point in human history. That's why they do this for free, mostly. It's interesting. I remember where I first was when I heard uh, his episode with, uh, on the Dark Horse podcast with Steve Kirsch. Um, man, those were dark times. But he goes on, between Tucker Carlson's 
uh, reveal concerning the role of the CIA in Dallas, Texas, the assassination of President John F. Kennedy, and the disclosure of the Twitter files, the curtain is drawing to a close on 2022. Both events have revealed to those able to see that the intelligence and security arms of the U.S. imperial administrative state have become enemies of the Constitution, which they were designed and sworn to protect. Step by step, day by day, the country has been transformed into a massive totalitarian security state. And he's right. Yates' second coming seems most appropriate for summarizing the arc of this most disappointing of years. The cognitive dissonance is almost overwhelming, and yet we must somehow come to terms with the profound, widespread loss of integrity, which has become a defining characteristic of both U.S. and global governance, not to mention the corporate media. And that cognitive dissonance is something that is, it is truly extraordinary to witness firsthand. I have another friend whose grandmother uh, dropped dead, perfectly healthy, young, and she literally just died the other day. Absolutely tragic, tragic, tragic. Out of nowhere, another sudden death. I know for a fact that the whole family was vaccinated, fully vaccinated. And I, I can't, I mean, I'm not going to say anything. And they, 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 they are, are in a complete state of unawareness. And even people who are aware or have that inkling, it's that cognitive dissonance. It, it's a, it, it, something breaks and they can't acknowledge the, the enormity of what we have done. So they just don't want to think about it. They don't want to see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. He goes on, somehow we must come to terms with the unfortunate truth that, and this is the big picture stuff, and this is what, why I really like what Malone is doing here, because we have to reset everything. Everything has changed. Everything. And it is almost like the JFK CIA story is the, the cherry on top of a terrible Sunday, right? It's just the cap. It's, it's, it's the bookend of this, this 60-year experiment where somehow our government went dark. Very, very, very dark. He said, somehow we must come to terms with the unfortunate truth that our government has, our governments have deployed military-grade propaganda and, and psychological operations methods designed for battling foreign adversaries on their own citizens to shape thought, belief, and reality itself to comport with the interests of the U.S. federal administrative state. The pervasive spying and censorship of the U.S. and other Western governments on their own citizens has become completely normalized and few seem willing even to spare a moment to care that's what's really scary about all of this he says if one confronts the horror of the modern praetorian guard intelligence community being willing and able to assassinate a u.s president with impunity and the decades of subsequent presidents and cia directors who have not only been aware of this truth but have subverted congressional mandates that this truth be disclosed to the american public then the ground shifts and Yates' slouching beast comes into focus. We can now see its form and speak its name, Leviathan. 
These are the things, he says, that weigh on both my mind and my soul. The sad truth revealed by Senator Ron Johnson when he spoke of the enormous and seemingly unsurmounting obstacles, unsurmountable obstacles to holding any kind of public servant accountable for what they did during the COVID crisis. The deeper truth that Washington, D.C., federal and Brussels EU governments no longer serve the interests of their citizens and the profound pervasive corruption of public health, medicine, and the biomedical scientific research enterprise is just one symptom of the deep and broad rot which is spreading through every aspect of public and private life. He then goes in and looks at his life, working for the Department of Defense, working with government contractors, working with government agencies, inventing the mRNA technology that he now rages against because of what it's doing to the human body. It's truly an extraordinary story by this gentleman, Dr. Robert Malone, who is himself double vaccinated with the Moderna vaccine, right? And he goes through and talks about just the, the red pilling, the, and he is, he is brilliant. This man is, is brilliant. He's a scientist, a medical doctor, preeminent. And going back and saying, okay, I was lied to about this. I was lied to about that. Wait, I thought this. Every one of us has to go through that. That's the point here. You know, I mean, at one point he was, he was in um, contention for being nominated to, to earn a Nobel Prize for his work. And he has to go through this, this stripping away and an acknowledgement that we have been lied to, that, that the reality that we knew, that we thought was in existence is now shifted underneath us and it is falling away. And we have to go through, that's painful. I've gone through it. We all have. All of us who see things that we cannot unsee with our own eyes. And we now have evidence of. And more of us need to do this. And it's interesting just to see him walk through this, right? And eventually come to the conclusion that, that I'm very sorry, he said, but the time has come to bury that child of mine. And that was his um, confidence in the mRNA technology. He said, the good which might have been enabled has been hopelessly distorted by the evil that has been done during these last two years. The technology, the mRNA, as rushed to market and deployed to billions of people has in the current embodiment been proven neither safe nor effective. Furthermore, it has been exploited to advance agendas which have nothing to do with improving human health. He said, I can only hope that those who naively speak of a transhumanism future in which evolution is bypassed and man-God will assume control of quote-unquote intelligent design of himself via genetic modification will come to realize the profound hubris and error of both the recent mistakes and the likelihood of future ones. Yet, he says, hope springs eternal. And to close out on this rainy gray winter's day, my hope is that somehow we can find a way for experience to triumph over hope when it comes to messing around with the human genome and that we can pivot from worshiping the golden calf of technology to just appreciating the gifts of children, family, the earth under our feet, and the communities within which we exist. 
Those who have a hole in their souls can never gain enough power, fame, or wealth to fill that hole. For the rest of us, my hope is that we can somehow find a way forward so that they will not be able to shape our futures and those of our children and we can be left alone to just live our lives and to enjoy the human bonds which enrich our daily existence. That is the conclusion, Dr. Robert Malone, in this piece, Confronting a Naked Emperor. And he says, Merry Christmas to all. And I think that's where we stop at, right? That's the mission. That's the mission. 2023, let's go. Merry Christmas to all of you. I'm so thankful for you. So thankful for you. So blessed. And may we celebrate the almighty natural God and his son Jesus Christ in this beautiful holiday season. I will be back in 2023 to do this again. In the meantime, uh, some great guest hosts for next week. Again, uh, thank you for those of you who have supported the Shannon Joy Show. I am so appreciative. And um, if you would like to contribute and help us continue with our work, please consider going to theshannonjoy.com, theshannonjoy.com, and click on Donate, and you can join uh, so many people who are, who are supporting this program. Thank you, thank you to all of you. Have a wonderful holiday, and we'll see you in 2023. Hey everyone, Shannon Joy for Connecta Mobile. So when I started my show 10 years ago, I would talk to my friends about privacy and the Fourth Amendment, and they would look at me like I had three heads. Now, fast forward to 2024, post-COVID, and everyone is talking about privacy. We are freaked out by AI, grossed out by government surveillance, and very aware that data is the new gold. Combine that with the new reality that your whole life and all of your data is on your phone and in the palm of your hands, making you a sitting duck for common hackers, corporate hustlers, or government spies. Are you going to let them get away with that? Well, I'm not. And that's why I use my Connecta mobile phone as the official business phone for Joy Media. That's because Connecta is the only phone company that specializes in security and privacy above all else. Call Connecta Mobile today and talk to a real person who lives in the United States about securing your devices and communications for as little as $35 a month. Their basic plan includes device encryption, encrypted text, and data, also a free phone. That's just the beginning. Call 941-246-2156 to talk to a representative. That's 941-246-2156. Or go to phone123.com slash joy today. That's phone123.com slash joy. Get securely connected today only with Connecta.